0: W-Y-T-I invites you to stay tuned for My Brother's Crossing. My Brother's Crossing is a program centered around obedience, love, forgiveness, and hope that we pray will encourage and strengthen you in your walk with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here are J.T. and Terry Lee Clark, servant leaders of My Brother's Crossing. Good Sunday morning to everyone and welcome to this week's broadcast of the My Brother's Crossing radio show. My name is J.T. Clark, and I'm a servant leader with our ministry, My Brother's Crossing.
1: And I'm Terry Lee Clark, and I'm also a servant leader with our ministry.
0: And just want to welcome anybody that's new to our program. It's uh, something we've had an opportunity for the last two years to share about what's going on in our ministry and maybe maybe just some encouragement about obedience and love and forgiveness.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, we just uh, pray that anyone listening that... uh, you know, whatever um, is heard here on this radio show will just, uh, you know, stir in your spirit and draw you closer in your relationship with Jesus Christ.
0: You know, uh, today being Palm Sunday, uh, it's the start of Holy Week as we lead up to the Resurrection Sunday of next week and all the festivities and activities that many of the churches are going to be engaged in over the next week. It's just a great time to remember uh, what Jesus Christ did on the cross for each one of us. It's... Uh, For those of us that have a relationship with Christ, it makes all the difference in the world, literally. It makes all the difference uh, for for our individual lives for eternity. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I guess uh, one thing we hear a lot more ministering to people who aren't on the faith walk and are considering making that decision is, I'm not worthy. All the things I've done. And we have to remind them that Jesus Christ went to the cross for each one of us, knowing that none of us are worthy, and knowing the sins that we are going to commit before we ever committed them. He knew, but he still did it. He still went there. And once, once you accept your salvation in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you repent of your sins, slate is wiped clean. It's all cleaned. It's all cleansed by the blood of Jesus. So, You know, we just uh, try to keep on encouraging them. You know, it, it's their decision, but we lay it out there for them and, you know, what they can have in that relationship.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, Terry Lee, a lot of times uh, individuals, myself included for a long time, uh, thought I needed to get right, needed to get cleaned mm-hmm. up, needed to get. Uh, in good standing Mm -hmm. before i could come to a relationship with christ right and that's not the point of it at all it's come as you are but we don't want you to stay that way Mm -hmm. jesus changes everything when we repent as you said we've got to repent and then we're forgiven uh once we ask him in once we ask him to change our heart uh but it's that's the beginning of the process it's not the finish line it's not that we get cleaned up and then come to a relationship it's come as you are, and let Him begin to work in our lives to transform us. The one study that we do, uh, you know, the, one of the key messages in that mm-hmm. at the jail is yeah. the heart. The heart of the problem is the problem of the heart. heart. Yeah. Uh, we individually need heart transplants to replace mm-hmm. that stony heart that we have
1: yes.
0: with the fleshy heart that really uh, seeks to serve God,
1: mm-hmm. submit
0: to God, uh, and and you know just. Love God and love people. That's what it boils down to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you're right when people think, I got to get things right. If you're waiting to get everything right in your life, you may never get to that relationship. Because everything's never, you're not going to get where everything is always perfect. And you're never making mistakes. And you're never sinning because we were born sinners. We sin every day. Sometimes almost unknowingly that it's happened and then realize, Oh, this has happened. I need to repent later in the day. Um, you know, it's not always a choice we make deciding we're going to sin. Uh, there are so many things that are sins. Um, so it can happen. And, you know, again, we repent and move forward knowing that we are forgiven.
0: Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the 10 commandments, for instance,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh Jesus kind of, set the new standard when it came to the commandments the commandments are what they are but he even went as far as to say if you think about it right then you've committed it if if you considered it then you've committed it it's not just the the physical act of killing someone you can hate them but just the the thought of hating them is enough to qualify as you've killed them Mm -hmm. and so uh like you said some of this can happen subconsciously right uh, unaware, unintended, but just to entertain a thought for a moment. And and so the repentance process is a continual, ongoing thing for, oh. for each one of us. And just to make sure, I mean, that's what uh, that's what his grace allows us to do each day. Absolutely. It says his mercies are new every day. Well, his yes. grace is also new. Yeah. It gives us a chance to get it right yeah. uh, each day that we are, are, are living and breathing on this earth. We got another chance to get it right. And one of the things that we talk about so often, and, and CJ kind of planted this idea in my mind, and I've repeated it over and over, is, you know, it's great if I surrender today. Mm-hmm. But if I don't choose to surrender tomorrow, then it really didn't matter that I surrendered today. It's, okay. it's a it's a commitment to the faith that we say we believe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that we need to do this every day. You know, I. We find ourselves praying throughout the day. I mean, we have a lot of windshield time, as we say, um, but I always pray when I go to bed at night when I'm laying in bed and um one of the first things I do is repent of any sins I may have committed during the day because our days become so busy I mean gossip is a sin
0: yes uh, a big sin a
1: big sin, and sometimes we don't realize in a conversation that we've just talked about somebody yeah and it's something i try not to do but it, it may happen in a conversation with somebody and it's repenting for whatever may have happened lord i don't know that i've done anything today but
0: well you know, i i i made i made the statement that it's a big sin gossip is a big sin and i don't mean it's more severe than any other because god doesn't grade equal, it right uh, but <laughs> what i mean when i say it's a big sin it me it happens so frequently, so frequently. In, in people's lives, including our lives on right. an occasion that we say something or think something about think a something. situation, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, again, it's just that continual repentant heart, seeking mm-hmm. that forgiveness, receiving it mm-hmm. and, and walking forward. He calls us to be holy because he is holy. And uh, and so there's there's an effort required on our part. There's something required. Uh, I think it's Luke twelve forty eight talks about. Uh, to whom much is given much is required yes. and when you realize we've been given eternity uh, because Christ went to the cross and we've received that salvation, we've accepted it uh, there's something required of us it's yeah. not the salvation is not the finish line yeah. it's it's the starting point point. Uh, mm-hmm. and then we're going to engage in a lifelong process of sanctification mm-hmm. and sanctification is continually being refined by the fire, mm-hmm. not consumed by it, right. refined right. by it. That we might become stronger in our faith, more uh, Christ-like, Christ-like as we walk things out, uh, more obedient to what he's called us to do, yeah. more submissive, uh, you know, really all in uh, as disciples.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it is a process. And, you know, we uh, occasionally have, you know, had people have said, well, you know, I don't know about this, you know, I, you know, going to go through trials. Yes, you are going to go through trials, but you're going to go through trials whether you're in a relationship with Jesus Christ or not. The difference is when we're in a relationship, he's going to be beside us through it all. Without him, you're still going to go through trials, but you're not going to have him to lean on and to lean into the word of God. Yeah. Which makes all the difference in in the world. You know, you can be having a horrible day. It might start out bad. It may become bad, and all you have to do is open your Bible, read a few verses, and typically you'll have start having a change, feeling a change in your heart, a change, you know, sometimes a peace. That the will circumstances come over you. don't necessarily they change, change themselves, but the peace that's within you does. Yeah, the maybe anxiety that you're going through through a situation or maybe you're angry or bitter whatever it may be but just that time and God's words well one of the most beautiful
0: aspects of all of this is the relationship we have with other believers mm-hmm. and and God can use other believers to come and be a source of comfort to be a source of ministry in our lives to to speak words of life love and truth we repeat that over and over again uh he can use other like-minded individuals to uh, be his hands and feet his ear and shoulder in our lives
1: yeah and, and another thing you know you talk about that is other believers I was speaking with um a good friend the other day and talking about being believers saying that we also as believers need to I was a have accountability partners but when we see a believer sinning we need to bring it to their attention in a loving way not, in a way of oh you're sinning you know um condemning them but just bringing it to the light speaking truth it and love it, right it's truth and love and it talks about you know when somebody's sinning you bring it to them if they deny it then you bring another person with you and if that doesn't work now you bring it to the elders of the church and if that isn't working then you bring it to the church itself um but I would think typically if you brought it to light in that loving manner, that they would receive it in a loving way because they don't want to be sinning. They may not totally realize the depth of the sin they're walking into.
0: Well, and and I'm, I've experienced it firsthand uh, mm-hmm. where somebody, a, an accountability partner of mine has spoken that to me. And it's helped, you know, sometimes we get blinded Sure, we get blinded to a situation or circumstance, mm-hmm. and somebody outside of us can see, see it, it. Yeah. and and make you aware of it, and and you get an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um You You're get right. an opportunity, and you realize in the moment when, some, when when it was brought to my attention, when it was when I was made aware, mm-hmm. uh I realized the conviction of the Spirit had been there all along. I have just ignoring it, mm-hmm. and so it, you know, just having that accountability partner is an important aspect of our faith walk, whether it's one person or, or a small group of people uh, where you all share in that uh, experience and just, like you said, holding, holding one another accountable to what we say we believe.
1: Yeah, I mean, you talk about, you know, having the <coughs> conviction. Again, when the Holy Spirit dwells within us, and we're doing something we know we're not supposed to be doing, that conviction will fall on us, and we know, and it, it makes you feel bad. I mean, I know it. It's made me feel terrible, and you know, I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit dwelling within me. Um, this past week, I you know, it, it just uh, a prayer uh, two weeks or so ago, you know, just praying for God to give me a, a fresh anointing over my spirit, and the things that have happened since that time, you know, it, it seems to be a daily thing of the Holy spirit being on me and sending out messages to whoever is dropping on my spirit. Yeah. But on Tuesday, it was just um, some amazing things happened. Um, you know, the Holy spirit asked me to contact somebody, but not until evening. It was clear. It was not to be until evening, not in that moment but not until evening. Um, and then another one was to, uh, that I needed to do a, a certain thing within the church. And uh, I was kind of arguing back and forth with God about this. No, 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 I'm not supposed to do that. But um, that evening we had a late ministry, I guess, meeting and later getting home than expected. And um, I got two calls back to back and they had to do with what was on my spirit. Both of those issues. Both of those issues that morning, which um, were wonderfully put to rest uh, in a good way. And, you know, um, working out a a meeting to minister to someone who needs it and um, the other thing that God had been pushing me uh, towards. So just just excited as to how he's using that because somebody said, wow, I wish I said the Holy Spirit speaking to me the way he does to you too. And, and I told this person, I said, I'll personal message you about this because I don't believe that the Holy Spirit isn't speaking to you. It's we have to be aware of it. Yeah, we
0: have to understand what's happening in uh-huh. the midst of that. Yes. You know, and, and I was talking to a couple different pastors about the breakthrough that mm-hmm. we've talked about on the show. Now we're coming up on the end of the fourth week yeah. uh, and starting the fifth week. And it's uh, been amazing. You mm-hmm. know, I've, I've mentioned I even asked you uh, this past week about if Could you remember a time in our marriage over a four week stretch where it hasn't happened? Mm-hmm. And you said no. I, I I don't can't recall any time in our marriage that we've had a four week stretch where I haven't lashed out at you. All right. And that's been the case for the last four weeks. Yeah,
1: and it's. I mean, it was obvious, <clears throat> you know, that breakthrough happened on that Monday morning. And again, you know, we said I was just skeptical of it because I had heard it before, and wasn't sure. Was I going to trust this? But by Wednesday and what happened Wednesday, it just showed me 100% that, yes, this was real. You really did have this breakthrough. And suddenly the, the peace I had over my spirit, you know, was just, again, that peace that surpasses all understanding.
0: Well, I, I had shared the about the breakthrough with a couple of additional pastors over the last week. And I've been talking about uh, the number of engagements we've been invited to right. in the past couple of weeks, uh, the number of opportunities to minister, and and several of the pastors were reflecting on the fact that it coincided with the breakthrough. Mm-hmm. It coincided with you know here's here's uh, uh, being delivered or being separated from that particular sin mm-hmm. that was so paramount in my life uh, that now there's a fresh in, a, a new a fresh anointing a fresh opportunity uh to to move in a greater uh you know it's like the scripture said if you take care of the little things now you can be in charge of a greater and um it was another moment that that happened in in the last a month or month and a half having to do with Caitlin's car breaking down, uh, on our, our middle daughter, our second daughter was driving home and and her car broke down on the interstate. and, And I was unctioned to go back into the church while you dealt with that and her, I was unctioned to go back into the church and praise God. Uh, and, and God, all things worked out in that situation, but it's, it's the obedience to coming in and praising him that I also think had a role played a role in, in the greater opportunity that's come about.
1: Yeah, I do. And, you know, you think about the prayers. I mean, I've prayed for this for years now. And I think uh, on that Sunday night when I sat there for four hours praying, you know, God finally moved in you. Yeah. You know, I absolutely. I mean, I believe that. I think he said, you know what, she's, she's at the end of her rope and here we are. I'm going to move.
0: And and you know Terry Lee, when 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 I looked at our travel in March and the places that we've been sent and opportunities that we've had, uh, just calculating each month uh, how much in it's the month lot. of March alone we dro- we we drove over eight
1: thousand miles yeah.
0: <laughs> to go where God sent us in our ministry work.
1: I think that's an all time high.
0: It is. Uh, we've never had oh, that no, much travel in a month, and never gone anywhere. I mean, we didn't go anywhere.
1: It's not like we went to New York, or right? Red or I mean, this Florida. is just local travel, right. back
0: mornings. and forth, coming home at yeah. night, and it's just so much uh, opportunity, uh, even here locally, that we haven't had in the past. And and as the miles were accumulating in March, mm-hmm. and I saw how fast uh, they they were. they were going up, it's like April is set up to be an ev- our busiest month. Mm-hmm. As it's turned out, uh, here it is Sunday, April second, Palm Sunday, and I'm going to be uh, speaking at the Richmond International Raceway uh, for the NASCAR event. Uh, Raceway Ministries established as a service uh, uh, outreach opportunity there, mm-hmm. and uh, is invited to bring the message for the uh, for the Raceway Ministry service before the NASCAR race in Richmond. Uh, you know that's just one example
1: of things that have come our way uh for for the month of april yeah yeah i mean it's just uh just amazing how like you said you know doors are just uh suddenly just really opening opening up and you know you've got this great opportunity on uh today uh sunday um you know to be at richmond international raceway so that's going to be an exciting time it's always been one of our favorite tracks you know over the years back in the back in the days when we were closer to richmond and had an opportunity to um occasionally you know, be there for a race with close friends
0: yeah yeah it's uh, actually the first track i ever went to for a nascar event yeah. uh yeah. and now that we live here in in uh, boone's mill uh, certainly. We've been to Martinsville quite a few times and had the privilege last spring of uh, mm-hmm. being at the Martinsville race and yeah. and leading the service uh, for for the spring race there uh, in Martinsville. So uh, the other opportunities we have coming up on, on uh, Resurrection Sunday, uh, April 9th, will be at a church in Hurt, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've also been invited into Green Rock Prison later that afternoon. And right. Will be a part of a service there. Uh, uh, we we were asked to recruit a band to come help us with that, yes. and a group uh, out of uh, Patrick County, uh, mm-hmm. Ferrystone Church, mm-hmm. uh, the band called Redeemed yes. uh, will be there playing as part of the service. And then uh, we've been asked to lead communion uh, for the for the uh, men that are incarcerated there, mm-hmm. at Green Rock, uh, on on Resurrection Sunday. Uh, Then we have an opportunity at Patrick and Henry Community College coming up. Uh, We've been asked to show the movie uh, for the college campus there on uh, April 21st. And then following that, the same weekend, we'll be traveling to the northern Shenandoah Valley and we'll be at Calvary Independent Brethren Church. We've been asked to do uh, two nights of a revival on Sunday and Monday night, the 23rd and 24th. And then the following weekend, we're going to be in, in the D.C., Baltimore area, uh, from mm-hmm. April 28th through the 30th, and we've been asked to show our movie uh, there for a group of churches on the 28th. CJ and Fernanda will be traveling with us. We'll have a panel discussion following the movie. Uh, we'll have some engagement and fun activity on Saturday, and then mm-hmm. on Sunday we'll be there as uh, Pastor CJ uh, will be leading a service uh, while we're up there.
1: Yeah, that looks to be a, a very exciting weekend, you know, just uh, having a all of us together there for that weekend, um, you know, starting with Friday and going through the weekend. Um, just really, really looking forward to that opportunity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, just
1: uh, just that time of fellowship, really with uh, really the six of us being together um, on Saturday during the day and of course through the weekend.
0: Yeah, the uh, other two that she's referring to yes. besides C.J. and Fernanda yeah. yes. are the, uh, the 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 pastor uh, yes. Reverend. Reverend uh, John, Z. John Z. Cogman and her husband, Billy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so be the, it will be the six of us spending spending the weekend together and yeah. very excited. She pastored uh, the oldest African-American church in Washington, yes. D.C. at one point. She's been elevated within the organization mm-hmm. that she's affiliated with. Uh, but at the time, she was pastor of that church where I was invited to come speak yeah. uh, back in 2017. 17. Uh, it was on June 18th. And... Um, Really a humbling, oh, yes, overwhelming experience, and then uh, the relationship just was awesome, right between yeah. us, yeah. I mean,
1: we've been up there just to have dinner with the two of them, just not for ministry, but just to go up and have that time of fellowship together with them. So, we've kindred had a wonderful, spirits, wonderful relationship, and are, are so thankful that God, you know, crossed our paths yeah. together um, and an amazing. An unlikely way
0: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah, it's uh just how we came to meet each other and then uh just the opportunities back and forth between us going up there and them coming down here they were just here yes uh back in february when we had the dedication ceremony Mm -hmm. for the dedication service for the uh Mm -hmm. the new sanctuary Mm -hmm. at house of purpose and uh you know uh the, the other opportunities that we're waiting to kick off in in april is the bridging the gap the return of the bridging the gap program for the men mm-hmm. and women we don't have start dates yeah. uh for that yet and uh it's you know we're, we're certainly not in control of any of that and uh don't need to be we, we just have a small part in in the overall delivery of the program and uh we just wait for the call to say we're ready to start on this uh, this date or that date and uh and, and we'll be ready to step in. and
1: Yeah, it's, it's exciting. And we know it's all <laughs> just mean God's timing, but it's something um, I, I'm looking forward to with the next group of women, you know, coming in. It was something I just enjoyed doing um, during the week, going in there and having that opportunity
0: well, to see where
1: they started. And it's, again, you know, I helped you with the men over a couple of years, but having this program with the women um, right now my own for the Bible study itself and there are certainly so many that are part of the devotions in the morning and the evening that play such a huge role in all of this but having that time and developing that relationship with each of them um, was just so important and again just to see where they began and to see where they finished out the program um, again was humbling you know just to to have that part of it and just to see them grow and to see God move in situations where they were all sure that their families that were just broken apart just destroyed, that there's just no way there could be any reconciliation. And in every single woman's family unit, there was reconciliation before we got to the end of the program, families showing up for recovery church, showing up for Sunday services, um, Again, just proof of what God can do and I say, our God is a God of reconciliation guys. And may not happen overnight. It, it may take weeks, it may take months, it may take years. It's in his timing. but it is possible.
0: Well, one of the things that I saw in in the administration of the program
1: mm-hmm.
0: as you as you got the opportunity to minister through the study, mm-hmm. uh, Terry Lee, was was that fresh anointing within you and that that new spirit about the work that we're doing and it was a new opportunity uh for you to step into and you really embraced it and it really
1: fired off a spark inside of you yeah yeah i mean i was uh i don't know i was i was surprised to get the invitation to lead um the bible study and again was it was excited for it um you know, i had no anxiety about it because i've taught this study repeatedly over and over again from group to group and again it doesn't get old because when i've said you know we've taught it before but it doesn't you know god continues to reveal things through it teaching it over and over again And
0: well i know one aspect terry lee of, of the work we do sometimes you feel like uh you're not a part of the ministry work we do and you feel sometimes that you're lesser than in the work that we do and and to see these opportunities come about where you get to be in the forefront and you get an opportunity to to take the leadership role in uh one area or another uh that always serves to encourage you because i mean everywhere we go i hear uh just about what you represent in the work we do i mean we are one flesh we this he didn't call me without calling you and vice versa and uh it's just uh it's great to see that renewed energy in you when you realize and you accept that you are uh equal in this
1: yeah i'm uh again i'm excited for every opportunity that uh, i'm given you know i've (laughs) i've been in this walk for just about the entirety of my life um so it's just uh just exciting to uh share it with others and to bring others into that same relationship that i have to say wow you can have this
0: well coming up in may you were invited uh to a church down in henry county uh, mother's day weekend on that saturday i think it's the 13th of may okay. and uh might want to talk about that for just a second
1: yeah i have been um been invited to be a be a guest speaker uh for a women's conference and, We'll talk more about that as we get closer to it, to the time and um, whatnot. The address for the church and yeah, I think it's Mount Hermon. As it is. It's in Bassett. Is their actual address? a yeah. Bassett address. Um, so um, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna be looking at. so six PM service and evening service. Gotcha. Um, but. Um, that's still all in the works um, to be to be done but to get the invitation to come there to get the invitation to come there and um, be their guest speaker for their women's conferences it's it's very very exciting this will i don't know be the maybe 4th or 5th one i've done i I lost count here somewhere along the way but it's always exciting just to share
0: you know know, uh terry lee we're in the final couple minutes and uh we are on the eve of the arrival of our third grandchild yes and i know you got to spend a little bit of time with uh with whitney our youngest uh preparing for the arrival of birdie jane and, mm-hmm. and i know there's a lot of excitement in that and it's just a reminder that the children are a gift from god yes and maybe by the time it comes for us to air the next episode uh, she will have oh, arrived
1: oh boy i know every time the phone what well, the phone rings from whitney usually a couple times a day but now, every time it rings, I'm waiting to hear. We're heading to the hospital, so, oh, well, now we got to pack our bags and be on the road uh, heading that way as well. So we're just excited for this uh, new beautiful little baby to make her entrance into the world and be able to just uh, spend time loving on her.
0: And so, uh, Terry Lee, as the show is winding down here, we just want to wish our listeners yes. a great Holy Week. Yes. Uh, just embrace it for all that it is. Yes. And if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, there's no mm-hmm. better time. Yes. Uh, reach out to someone, your local church, someone yes. that you that you know is on a faith walk. You can mm-hmm. certainly contact yes. us. Yes. Uh, you can get us through our, our website at mybrotherscrossing.org. And mm-hmm. uh, we just hope you have a great week in the week ahead. God bless. Da-da. You've been listening to My Brother's Crossing on WYTI. We invite you to tune in again next Sunday at 10.30 a.m. for My Brother's Crossing with JT and Terry Lee Clark, servant leaders of My Brother's Crossing. Love God, love people.